Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? My name is Noah and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Liz. Yay, I'm back. Yeah, you're back. Where you been? Oh, just uh, sick. Lame. That sucks. But yeah, you had your interview last week, so. My interview, oh yeah, uh-huh, with Travis. That went well. And this is, uh, we just did the whole Thanksgiving holiday thing. Yeah. Lots. All over the place. And did lots, lots of, of family. So my brothers were in town, one from Atlanta and one from Parts Unknown. <laughs> he was, did we talk about what he's doing on here before? Um, I don't think we did. So he's now, he's, uh, was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and he and his wife didn't really like it there. And they've been looking for a job where they could be mobile and he landed one. And so he came here for uh, a week or two, kind of in the general vicinity. We did talk about it because we talked about when we went to Chicago. Anyway, he's mobile now, so he's basically going to stay in a couple different cities here in the States until the new year, and then they're going to Australia, and then doing like a tour of everywhere over there, not just Europe and Asia, but yeah. all kinds of places. You should have interviewed him. I should have. I meant to, but didn't work out time-wise. Oh, yeah. Maybe but, you can do it before they leave the country. Yeah, possible. Uh, I can do it. I mean, it's possible to do it even if they're out of the country as long mm -hmm. as he's got a good enough signal so anyway but yeah um, yeah so lots of family time yeah lots good. of food did you have a favorite food that you ate oh good question i love those sweet oh the yams, yams that your mother-in-law makes okay just because i don't really get them anywhere else it's but like, i've had them know, there enough like like a glaze sugar with some cinnamon kind of thing mm -hmm. okay yeah that was really great i didn't even try those well not, you don't love them style. as much as i do no i don't not my style. Um, let me think. Favorite Thanksgiving foods. I mean, thankfully we had ham uh -huh. available at both of our Thanksgiving meals, and because that's my preference, so I always mm. enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of this stuff we don't make all together all at once, so it's kind of nice just to have that. Like, I mean, yeah. you and I never make corn, really. Right. Yeah. Or like, but, and we'll mashed have potatoes. green beans. Yeah, we don't make mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was just kind of nice to have all the classics. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. Yeah, all together yeah. in one. Because also when we cook, we'll have like a main course and a side. You know, it's not right. like Four very rarely. Or... <laughs> yeah, do we have, yeah, a bunch of different things. So it was kind of like just fun again to have a whole lot of things filling up my plate. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. The turkey turned out really well. So that might have been my favorite thing because we don't get turkey that often. Yeah, that's but, true. But yeah, I'm also like a, a food mixer. So like you said, like I like having the mashed potatoes and dipping it in the corn and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm. So yeah, like having all the side items. Um, I really love green bean casserole. I don't my I think my mom mom did something different or something it wasn't the typical green bean casserole that i usually expect but it was still good mm -hmm. um so yeah usually like i always want to have green bean casserole at least once over the thanksgiving holidays and or at least christmas or one of the two but but the turkey turned out really great so that was probably my favorite and i'm more of a savory kind of person and right more of a so i'm surprised you didn't pick out a like a dessert or something almost but i mean the yams are i'm not a yeah i'm not i'm not one way or the other i'm a mix I don't. I, I don't lean towards well, 
one or the other. It's a spectrum, Liz. Everybody's on spectrum somewhere. Well, I, mean, I don't know where I fall. I think you I fall think more towards the sweet side. Or at least I think more than I do, more than me for sure. Yeah, but on the whole spectrum, I don't know that I do. Okay, I not. just do more than you. Well, I'm not trying to put you in a box or anything. Thanks. <laughs> It feels like you are. I feel the box. Mm, okay. Well, maybe it's, you know, you see everything through a filter, you know? So from my perspective, you're more of a sweets person, but maybe not more than anybody else. Anyway. I love salty food too. That's, that's yeah. why. Okay. All right. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to keep talking about sweet and salty food? No. Mm-mm. I was like, do we talk about, I think we did talk about this the other day, how it's weird that um, sweet has like so many opposites. Yeah. Sweet or salty or sweet and bitter, sweet and sour sweet and savory anyway mm-hmm. enough about that so i wanted to talk about something i this week i had a meeting with a guy uh never met him before i got set up through somebody who listens to the wealth without wall street podcast heard me and his brother lives in town here and uh set up a meeting and we had a good talk at a local coffee place and it made me think about something that um i'd like to focus on a little bit more and i think we could do together that we've done before and it it kind of overlaps with one of the seven habits pretty highly and i know we've talked about doing like a seven habits review on here so it could be redundant when we do this one but it's not this one exactly but there's a lot of overlap so all right he said something that um he and his wife sat down and made goals together and like the more specific the better which is something you hear a lot and you know when they're making their decisions sometimes they're they're trying to decide which way to go left or right and they can use that that list of specific goals to consult and say well you know is it is it bringing us toward our goal so i guess i want to talk about making actions consistent with your goals and the thing that um overlaps with the seven habits is begin with the end in mind because that's there's a lot in common there but so it's been a long time since we've sat down together and written down goals and one of the things that Stephen Covey and other people talk about maybe not in this exact phrasing but is roles and goals so for instance my roles would be you know husband father family member businessman those those are my roles and then so like coming up with goals in each one of those section and then trying to make decisions that are consistent and would lead or at least not uh, take you in a separate direction as those goals so do you remember i don't know when, when was the last time we sat down together and did like a goal session or like wrote down our goals or talked about them well it depends on what you mean because we kind of do that for our quarterly reviews and our year-end review so maybe our year-end is more thorough than our quarterly but i mean are you yeah. talking about beyond work yeah. When, yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Been more than a year, probably. Yeah, probably. So I'm thinking we should do that again soon. And yeah, uh, we have also been talking a little bit about, you know, with us and our personal decisions, like even if it's like eating, drinking habits, exercise, things like that, whether the actions like because it's easy to become lax with those things around the holidays for sure on whether mm-hmm. those are our everyday actions are taking us to where we say we want to go so i talked with you about this yesterday i know you even did. yeah mm-hmm. so it's been a common theme this month which is why i'm thinking about it yeah that's so, true um i don't i don't know so i guess i don't have like a real specific set in mind direction i want to go with this but so have you been thinking about it a lot lately or yeah I mean, like making, wait, so by thinking about it, is it just uh, actions that lead to goals or thinking about my goals? Either or. Okay. So I have been thinking about it for a lot of reasons. 
um, because of the business. Our land business? Yeah. Okay. Well, because that, that was a big goal. And then it's, so it happened and you quit your job. Mm-hmm. And then now the goal is sustaining it, keeping it going, becoming more successful at it. So that's definitely on my mind because I know with my job, although it it brings in a steady amount of money that we can count on, it's mm-hmm. not a lot. <laughs> right. Like we couldn't live off of mine and still live where we live. Right. And like if if we had to just live off of what I made, we'd be living with one of our parents. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We couldn't afford rent. We, yeah, I mean, probably not, yeah. Yeah. We'd be able to afford food in our life insurance plan. <laughs> so, and I think that's probably with any business owner, depending on what their goals are. But I mean, for, you know, just survival and maintaining your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So while well, we were talking about goals and mm-hmm. if I think about them a lot and if I think about the actions that it would take to get to our goals. Yeah. I think we both think that way a lot because I don't know if we've, brought it up recently the gallup strengths finders um finder um but i know in in previous episodes we have we both have futuristic high so i think we're thinking about the future a lot Mm -hmm. and so the issue with that can be the the discipline it takes to get to that like futurist be having a very futuristic mind can be great but it can be if you if you don't put the steps into place to actually do that you can be thought of as really like flighty or a daydreamer and you don't execute it's not like about execution necessarily yeah so so i think just i mean because of that i feel like if anybody on at any given moment were to ask us do you think about goals i mean we would without hesitation say yeah we think about that because that is our future and we we think futuristically yeah so you and i just have a propensity Mm -hmm. for that right but it doesn't mean it's like totally natural and doesn't take effort i mean it still does like we have to be intentional about it sometimes you know like i haven't been this way my whole life or anything like that and I think like I came into being a future oriented, I really came into my goal oriented self through education and time to think about a lot of education and books and things like that and realizing what kind of effect that being intentional about it can have on your life. Yeah. So I might have been born with some kind of propensity to think about the future more than most people possibly but I mean that really didn't have a tangible positive effect on my life for a long time because I didn't know how to use that right well and that's it's everything in between that makes it the hard part because really anybody can daydream right yeah it's incorporating it with the action right so I think I've thought about it more than I ever have because of of the business mm-hmm. and then even with with mine like my wandering rosebuds boutique business mm-hmm. that it just naturally you're hopefully trying to think about the future and right. what it takes to be successful at it right um yeah and that and I, those types of actions kind of go back to another thing uh in Stephen Covey's um the seven habits of highly successful people which is the four quadrants of types of action and there's urgent and important but so yeah it goes it goes back to the the different types of actions you can take toward things so basically where you're not 
just putting out fires because you've been neglecting your future. If you take care of the important things, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for a less hectic future. I don't know if I phrased that very well, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you're I not do. always putting out fires. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought the quadrants, it was like, if it's, so the, what's the opposite of urgent? It's like not urgent. So that's on oh, one exit. Oh, yeah, it might be. Yeah. So, and yeah. then. So, yeah important versus non-important that might be true yeah so you've Which got is what urgent I was trying to and important say. is like yeah I, yeah um yeah well now i don't know if we can so yeah the, the so you've got a quadrant you've got four boxes on the left side is on the top of the left side is urgent and then on the right side is on not urgent and then on the left side you've got important and then on the bottom you've got unimportant and then so like urgent and unimportant would be like answering an email that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, not. Is that, I think that's I mean, misleading like, saying that, but yeah, yeah okay. Well, but basically, anyway, it can, can say you can get caught up in things that are not urgent and not important well, when you should be working on other things that. You can get, yeah. Basically, you don't want to get caught up in anything that's not important. So, whether it's urgent or not. So, that's, I think that's the takeaway. And then the more you can work on the not urgent, but important things, those are setting yourself up for a great, uh, better future, um, which, like I said, we probably shouldn't be covering this much of that if we're going to be, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so I don't know. And so it seems you've been a little more focused on, like you said, the wandering rosebuds and you've been taking more action toward that recently in the past few months. Yeah. So is that in connection with any new goals or anything like that or more urgency toward goals you already had or where's that coming from? Um, so I think it's a mix of, of goals I already had, but then also being inspired by different people like Mitch and Savannah, who Savannah we just had on here mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So they're self-employed and we've just been hanging with them a lot. So I think that, that sort of ignites a little bit more fuel like for me yeah and it's inspiring and then of course like you having quit your job like half a year ago so i i think i just i don't know i just those things combined made me want to work towards it a little bit more and so has your goal with the business been consistent throughout the time or do you have new goals like a new end goal or even if it's just <clears> a new goal for this year well I haven't gone through and done any formal goal setting, so anything I'd be saying now is kind of not speculation, but like I just haven't sat and thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I I wanted to just make it feel more formal, more official, yeah. um, and just get more sales, more pop-ups, but there hasn't been mm -hmm. like, so maybe short-term goals have been working on my website, um, getting towards having it be an actual e-commerce e platform. Um, mm -hmm. Like, so people could actually shop online. Yeah. So there's been short-term goals like that. Yeah. That's kind of still laying the groundwork though. So it's kind of been, I want, it's been me wanting to, set myself up to to feel like it's like a, a legitimate business right and also at the same time still doing the pop-ups and trying to rev that up um so i had a short-term goal of trying to get four pop-ups before the end of the year so we did that okay did that um, bring you of your original bring you to your original goal of 12 yet or i don't know is you don't have i don't kept even track? know no mm. yeah so that's so I told another you thing squishy. that we haven't been doing as much is tracking 
yeah. progress on things like that yeah well i yeah i haven't with with mine for sure i think i can go back i mean it hasn't been so many that i couldn't yeah. go back and if figure i were to out. guess i'd say you're not at 12 yet but i bet you're getting pretty close yeah, you're probably right around double digits <coughs> yeah it's i it, i would say we're pretty close yeah so um so yeah i had like a quick short-term goal pop-up for me of the mm-hmm. four pop-ups yeah to end the yeah. year strong okay whether or not that got us to 12 i don't know <laughs> but but yeah so it's it's still really beginning phases and kind of squishy and yeah um, so okay so either taking wandering rosebuds or anything else i mean we could just take wandering rosebuds for this example but so in the past we have sat down and we have written specific specific goals and followed up with them and sometimes even tracked along the way we've never done that like super systematized before but we have done it and so what kind of impact do you think that doing that being more specific and more and and following up more like maybe even in writing could have like just on your business well i think it keeps you accountable and so that just i think it makes you work harder when you feel accountable to you someone yourself like even if it's a paper something you write down to yourself that no one else sees yeah um yeah. so that added layer of having that accountability might make you work harder to see those results right right well and another thing is like how which isn't you... i mean everybody pretty much knows that so i, f- I don't think i'm like preaching anything new like wild and new so my i guess what i'm getting at is you're kind of being you're being a little you're speaking in generalities kind of but i'm just i'm for me personally like whether it's our business or our podcasts or our marriage or whatever like if you don't have a goal and the more specific the better how do you judge how you're doing like if you don't know what you want your wandering rosebuds business to be in the end then how do you know that you're on the way there you know yeah and so um you know a lot of times when people start businesses or if you're gonna try to lose weight or something like that i think what sets a lot of people up for failure is like oh this year i want to lose weight until i look better like instead of saying i want to lose 15 pounds and we've talked about this before but Instead of saying, I want to lose 15 pounds in the next 180 days or something like that. And then also prescribing yourself the actions that you know can get you there by walking two miles a day or by by eating no more than 700 calories per meal or something like that. You know, and the more specific you can be with your goal and the actions you need to take, the better. And so what I'm saying is that it's been a while since we've sat down and done that for ourselves, for anything. Um, I write down goals once in a while that are, that I some, I read to myself as af- affirmations and things like that. But I haven't been as diligent with that as I should. And a lot of people say that you should be writing goals every week and sometimes every day. But like... Is that the um, same as a to-do list? No, it's not. A t- no, no. <laughs> but I just think that... Um, the times we've been really successful in our business and like I felt really good about things were times when I was writing more and really focused on goals and the actions I needed to take to get there. And so a lot of times you can reverse engineer goals. Like I've heard this in like sales training classes. Like let's say you close one out of 10 clients and your average client makes you $500 uh, per transaction and you want to get to $50,000 in a month. And you have to say, well, okay, then I need to talk to X amount of people by you know if i only convert one out of ten then each person i talk to will give me fifty dollars 
and I want to make $50,000, that means I have to talk to a thousand people this month to reach my goal based on my average transaction and my average conversion rate. So like the more specific you can get, the better. And then so you ha can have that daily goal. If you got to talk to a thousand people this month, oh, whatever that is, 333 a day or something like that, then like, oh, sorry, 33 a day or something like that, then, you know, you don't leave work until you've talked to 33 people that day. And that's how you achieve a very specific goal like that. And we haven't done that for ourselves. I don't think you have that I don't know about for anything for a while. Yeah, no, that's, sorry, that was a lot of information. You went over super quick. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I follow everything you're saying. The numbers and are not important. I was but. thinking too, yeah, well, yeah. Um, so you're saying you want to do that. Yes. Well, a lot of people do that around the new year, so. <laughs> yeah, well, timing but, is what it is. Yeah, no, you. I know you used to, well, so being self-employed, Mm -hmm. I think it's fluctuated for you even more so as being self-employed than when you had to work at the post office because at the when you worked at the post office, you had to have everything very, like all your time had to be accounted for because you had less of it. So like you would get up and you would do your, you would read to yourself uh, your, um, mm -hmm. like a meditation thing. Yeah. And then like your back exercises and then you had to work. and But when you don't have those restrictive things in place like an eight-hour work day mm -hmm. it can get a little mushy so like that's why when I've asked you about are you getting up and reading your things in the morning and are you journaling like where I think arguably you were better at that when you had to work eight hours a day because you had to be I mean maybe it would swing back and forth a little bit like like so that's I don't know it's weird how that can work out too like right. even like I mean so we had a conversation about you looking at your work week and your work day like taking mm -hmm. yourself out of it because when you were struggling with all this Facebook stuff and like like you get weird things that pop up of course mm -hmm. like oh like you had to be on the phone with people about your cell phone wasn't working for a while so that can right. take a huge chunk out of, t of your day out that you may not account for because you don't know how long you'll be on hold and how long you're going to be talking to somebody and then all of a sudden it's like two hours have gone by and you thought it might take 30 minutes right so stuff like that pops up of course but like I felt like we were having stuff like that and then your date would get derailed and then it was like you didn't know what what your work week or day even was like anymore so it was like you have to mm. step out of that and then reconstruct it all like reverse engineer your week Rever i mean like yeah well and it was especially hard i mean mostly just the whole facebook thing and I, so a lot of it's i gotta take accountability and figure out a way around it and problem solve and all that kind of stuff because that's what it is to be a business owner mm -hmm. so i don't want to blame facebook and say well you know any the struggles we're having is are because of facebook but it's because such a so much of our business was based on facebook and and i so I struggled to find a solution. I'm still kind of struggling through it. But so, so much of my workday was based around Facebook to begin with that when that's just empty time now, kind of, yeah, it's kind of hard. It's it's hard to reconstruct because we'll also like if Facebook goes back, like if, if my accounts just are go back to being normal, then I basically would go back to my previous schedule too. So like to hold totally reconstruct my day based on a possible temporary scenario. I don't know how much that makes sense either, but that's what I But have the to... things you can control, like 
like your like affirmations and Mm -hmm. journaling like I know you've talked about wanting to journal Mm -hmm. every day or you know not like you know full on like you're writing pages and pages but like right like things like that that help bring order to a day that you Mm -hmm. can control yeah I don't know if that's a part of this or not so not tech not really but I know what you're saying I don't know it's just that's part of my personality, I think, is it does fluctuate and I have to fight against that to be consistent. So and that's whether I had the job or not, maybe it's more obvious now or um, or maybe I was just being more consistent for a longer amount of time when I was at the post office or whatever. But yeah, that's something I have to personally struggle against to remain consistent with the things I know that are going to help drive success. So. I mean, that's that's one of my flaws, I guess you'd say, that I can go into and out of having that, just like that mentality of consistency, I guess. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know if it helps or hurts you, like, because you can be focused, really focused on things, which can help. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's like a middle ground of like, like you don't want to interrupt good focus, but at the same time, I think consistency can be a, a big help with things and getting to where you need to be yeah i don't know but well yeah so i guess that's a bit of a tangent i think but um maybe what i'd like to do is have another goal writing session with you and maybe we could even make it a podcast whether it's just the review of our goals or whatever um yeah sure yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) we can do whatever we want so yeah we can um so i don't know we wandered around a little bit but do we have a coherent thought in here somewhere Mm, the importance of goal setting yeah and so maybe we lost our way and and more importantly (laughs) taking actions that are consistent that and and also using your goals to help you decide which actions take right yes we talk about that even very much <clears throat> no, I don't think so. <laughs> we'll do that too. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that more with the begin with the end in mind, I think. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And maybe we'll have our goals, goal setting, come back. And then talk about the actions. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, if you're listening to this and you have like really good specific examples about uh, when you did actually decide to take action, write your goals down, maybe even reverse engineer your success and uh, what kind of results you saw with that. If you want, you know, email us and we'd like to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Um, Reach out. Do it. And uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining us. And yeah, have a great week. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job. Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> we just watched this terrible Don't! movie. <laughs> she never plays with the door. Just edit this part out. This can go in the outtakes at the end.